0: Uh I'll 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 g I will i will i will I got to pee and stuff. He <laughs> mm-hmm. sounded so panicked, I mean I gotta pee and stuff. Why do you Now he's stuck
1: thing? out there with that savage beast. to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. And this is your episode 73, which means we're covering the 1 hour, 12 minute, and 1 second to the 1 hour and 13 minute mark. And this is your host Aaron speaking, and with me are a couple of peeps that I used to... <laughs> run a Los Angeles detective agency with back in the day. You see, I was a chic, smart, former high fashion model left bankrupt by my accountant's shady thievery with the agency really being my only asset. And my friends here, well, one is a wisecracking detective originally from Philly who has a knack for breaking the fourth wall and the other was my extremely loyal yet idiosyncratic receptionist whose superpower was the ability to answer the phone in rhyme. Gentlemen, Introduce yourselves, please. Was that the uh, the Blue Moon Detective <laughs> Agency? <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was. You oh, hey, gonna... I'm Ryan. <laughs>
0: okay,
1: gotcha. I thought you were going to answer in the form of David Addison, of course. Uh nah, it's, it's, well, the, I the don't. I, there also. are no,
0: like, I can't think of any, like, catchphrases or, like, uh, if it were up to me, this would be where I'd end the episode right now.
2: <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that was perfect. Actually. All right. <laughs> uh. This is, is it Moonlighting? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may remember the receptionist Agnes DePesto. I only know all of this because we, when we talked about Moonlighting way back when we yeah. were talking about uh, our, our friend Orson Welles.
1: I can't remember if you'd actually ever I've never watched seen a, the show. I've, I've and you never, probably don't know who the character I've is. I've never seen an episode. I'm well, sorry. So you don't have to do what I was trying to. But here, I'll just, let's see yeah. if I can find a YouTube video to give sorry. some Sorry. fallen on, on
2: my... It's falling on deaf ears here. I don't really know what you
0: were thinking he was going to do. Well, but he could, in the
1: uh, character of the uh, iconic moment, have done like a DePesto-style phone answering thing. But that assumes he knows the show and the character.
0: I don't know it even that well. Uh, Like, I don't remember her answering the phone in a weird way. Oh, really? That was, like, her thing. Yeah, but you've watched the show, like... I have it on DVD. Yeah, I haven't watched
1: it since it was on She's always. Civil Shepherd is always in like soft smudgy focus. focus.
2: <laughs> wow, look at the decor. This show the is office. so fucking eighties. Yeah, look at the decor in the office. <laughs> I love it. It's better.
3: Blue Moon Detective Agency, domestic entanglements are forte. If he plays around, we'll track him down. We'll catch him with his fling. Take shots of the whole thing, black and white and color too. Big ones, little ones, well.
2: Blue Moon Detective
1: Agency. How may I help you? That is how we answer the phone.
3: Blue Moon Detective Agency. How may I help you?
2: I think he hung up.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't remember that at all.
1: The you don't remember the shtick of her being Again, again. I haven't
0: seen it since it was on TV. Last episode recap. <laughs> oh, okay. So sorry, we have not not as up on our moonlighting. Uh, maybe I need to borrow the DVDs and not watch the fifth. Season. I think I think that
1: uh, that like the conversation around Star Trek and Transformers coming together. This is one of those moments where I thought we were gonna really like jive, and it just didn't happen. I feel and like that's.
0: Okay. That's mostly whenever you're really excited about something happening, especially when you think you, you have. I feel like it's like whenever I was a kid, and I'm like, "This is how this romantic interaction is gonna go between me and this um, girl," and uh, we're both in sixth grade. Like when you
2: got the what about the bed and breakfast situation? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's a that deep one? cut. Go
0: back to our Valentine's Day <laughs> episode and listen to that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where I'm like, you know, I built up in my head how it's gonna it's go, gonna and regardless, of, like <laughs> just leaving aside the The other person is a living, breathing, and
2: not interested.
0: Who might not give a shit about any of this,
1: which is exactly what happened. I am you, and you guys are. It doesn't feel good, does it? Ryan's
0: Valentine's Day. It was. It wasn't a Valentine's. It was uh, her birthday. Okay. So last episode, I've gotten better. (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs> sure you have. No. You have a real live-in girlfriend I have an, an alive your girlfriend. Your girlfriend moved
0: into your house.
1: Who's a real person. And you guys watched a, a horror movie marathon we recently. We did. The
0: 24-hour uh, Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in on Shudder. It was awesome. I don't know how many of our listeners uh, like horror movies or remember Joe Bob Briggs. Who... I feel like if anybody
1: did or does, it would be, of course, Serge Bomba.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting, but maybe Ernie was interested oh, in that Ernie. kind of thing. Ernie, you watching um, that. You watching I just that assume if show? I'm interested in it, he might be. <laughs> right. um, you are. He is the replacement for you. That's right. Once you die, a terrible of uh, cirrhosis, which is <laughs> fingers crossed, coming soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Like uh, Joe Bob Briggs was a horror host for decades, and it's been 17 years since he did. Uh, 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 he was on the Movie Channel, and then he was on Monster Vision on TNT. It's been 17 years since he did one. He did the last drive, in it was a 24-hour block from Friday at 8 p.m. to basically Saturday at like 10:30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And West and I stayed up. We pulled like a, the bed mattress into the living room and slept in there. And uh you know had snacks and drinks and mm-hmm. it was it was awesome mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it and by the way i've asked both aaron and caleb and neither one of them know what sorority babes the slime ball bowl rama is I just don't know but it is amazing and i highly recommend anybody putting their eyeballs on it it stars the great linnea quigley who is one of my favorite all-time b-movie actors ever she's the best it's star the, the movie basically is they break into a bowling alley as a part of a sorority initiation um, and they they're supposed to steal a bowling trophy which gets broken uh, and houses an imp that grants them wishes that then turn out to be you know demonic like twists. Gotcha. Sort of a stiltskin situation. Mm-hmm. Like a monkey's paw. Small things can cause big trouble.
3: I know where the Tri-Delta sorority is having their initiation tonight. Yeah, Felta-Delta? The they say you've got to start at the bottom to get to the top. And they're right. Oh. They say you shouldn't stick your nose where it doesn't belong. And they're right. Busted! They say where there's smoke, there's fire. And they're right. Mavs, have a cocktail. They say curiosity killed the cat. And they're right. They say good things come in small packages.
2: No way out is a dying.
3: But this time, they're wrong. you got to give the devil his due.
0: Sorority baits. That's a terrible trailer. But, like, the voice in the actual movie is like Mother Brain. He talks like this. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it's very... Uh, oh. That may be why they changed it there, but it's very, like, um, Giant hey, thing. what are you looking at?
1: <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well... I am educated and I, uh, I do want to see this movie. Yeah,
0: and there was like the only problems we had was that there was some problems with the sign in cuz it was such a huge like thing of everybody on Shudder wanting to watch it, which if you don't know Shudder is like Netflix for horror movies. Okay. Um and uh but we eventually did get in and they also put it up for on demand viewing uh with uh, the interstitials by Joe Bob uh, included. So it was great. It showed movies like uh, Sleepaway Camp, mm-hmm. which is probably my favorite camp movie covered uh, by horror movie. Uh, how did this get made absolutely yep and um uh, yeah west and i actually i looked into adult like summer camps i think we're gonna go to one next year not like sexy camps but like just like it's like summer camp like a like a weekend or week camp where you like go but it's adult where you like you have activities during the day and then you have like you know a mixer at night and then you it sounds like going to a resort yeah except it's like camp not a resort. It would be
1: cool if they threw in like, I'm su- an element of like murder. Into I'm surprised it, yeah. that you
2: would be into something like that. Yeah. Uh, why? I don't know. You it just the uh, the idea of camp, like camp activities, are like outdoor things, like canoeing and um, camp archery, camping and archery, and and like bad ba- badminton. And I just he does don't, do a garden. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I don't true. know why you would. That's gar- not camping. You, you do gardening, but it's outdoors. Gardening, you think would be but, one of the activities? But I'm of just the- saying, <laughs> it's, it's
1: Ryan spending time outdoors.
0: So. It's true, but also it's like it's as an adult. Like I did go to one camp, and it was a church camp actually, which was. Very strange for me. Sure. Um, uh, But um, I think I just, I love camp movies so much, and I love the, like, aesthetic of camp so much. And I think as an adult, like, being able to, you can opt out of whatever you want to do. You don't have to do anything. You're paying for this. What the fuck are they going to do? But then also, like, you have booze. So... Okay. It is true.
1: I never, like, summer camp is sort of this American... Uh, iconic sort of right passage uniquely American. that that I never experienced. There is a This American Life episode that's dedicated to summer camp, and oh. so it was a really interesting listen. But yeah, basically, like, but it's a thing I never experienced. But like, some kids like it's like Jewish summer camp, or mm-hmm. just uh, just the or whatever the random summer camp is for you know kids. They just get shipped off, and that just never. I don't know if that's just not so much a Midwest thing, or maybe that's more of like a. Northeastern, like Northeastern thing, but uh, but I didn't experience it. But there is this thing that exists that mm-hmm. I kind of feel like eh, kind of neat if I that I got to do that.
0: It was. I will say it was neat. I did kind of enjoy it, except for our like, oh, we're gonna wake up and here's Bible study, and like mm-hmm. then we talk about mm-hmm. how creationism is real, <laughs> and I'm like, I have questions, but whatever. Um, but uh, like, so it was kind of. I mean, it was it's it's such a weird dichotomy if i don't even really enjoy like sports activities and stuff but the like just camping and i think i was there for probably five days Uh, but the activity of like camping in a summer camp and maybe it's because i like friday the 13th again so much it just it really captures my imagination i really like that whole aesthetic of it so we'll see we'll see how it goes you mean you guys in the loop yeah absolutely
1: can i go sure you didn't. That would be great. You, well, I tried to invite myself to your to your twenty four hour movie marathon. And you did. That, that went with uh, that fell on well, not deaf ears. The I you were like those hey. ears. Those ears listened and those ears <laughs> replied. You did. with Do not come over. <laughs> you said,
0: "Hey, uh, how would it be? Do you guys want some company?" I said, "No," and then you hung up on me. Well, and, but I texted you and I was like, "Were you just joking around about that?" And you were like. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it was we've been planning it for about a month, and it was kind of a date thing because whenever like she has strong memories of being a kid and watching Joe Bob Briggs mm-hmm. uh, on Monster vision, so it was like, yeah, it was kind of a date thing that we were doing. Did so. you guys Bone? make love while watching a movie? I mean, I did. She was asleep
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that real? Mm. Oh, last
1: episode recap <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we went all over the place. To Hot get Hot Rod and Unicron meet up somewhere in Unicron's gut. And uh, what seemed like a potential uh, powerhouse team-up turned into a battle as Unicron tortured Galvatron and commanded him to murder Hot Rod. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry if I'm a little slow this episode, guys. I this is the third episode in our three episode run, which means I'm a little buzzed, but I don't think I'm <laughs> at that annoying level. From, no, I, from one previous, <laughs> there, there's there's one episode in our canon I can't remember which. one. I don't remember either. Where, where I you're talking about. where I was fucking shit faced <laughs> by the end of it and. I I've listened back on that episode. I remember I was like I was uh, often I'll ride my bike on the trails and listen to episodes before we publish and and I in listening to that episode I could just feel Ryan's <laughs> <Like> hatred. <angered. laughs> yeah, just like he was so mad. And I hopefully that's not what this turns out. But I'm not gonna lie. No, we're doing good. I'm, I'm, is he feeling it? You can't see that visual? It's a Dave Chappelle reference. That's right. So, at any rate, right at the top of the minute here, Hot Rod is taking off as Galvatron fires Mm -hmm. his fusion cannon at him several times. Galvatron kind of surveys the area around him. He's a little bit frustrated. He can't quite get a ping on Hot Rod. And uh, he says, Puny Autobot, you lack even Prime's
0: courage. A little something to kind of maybe goad him from the shadows. Yeah, I don't know about that line confused me. Go on. Because maybe it is trying to goad him, I guess, but
2: yeah, he's calling if a, it's not, I'm he's like... He's calling him a pussy.
0: But mm-hmm. even Prime's courage implies that Prime had no courage. It implies that Prime was a coward, which, say what you will, but I don't feel like either Megatron or Galvatron necessarily ever called Prime's, like, courage into question. I don't think... I don't look at it
1: as him calling Prime's courage into question. I look at it as him acknowledging Prime's courage, And saying that, but the the way he phrases it though is confusing because you lack even Prime's courage. Yeah. And so um, I guess what, but I guess you could say that he lacks a lot of things about Prime and most like notably, I think it's the inflection
0: because if he would have said it, you lack even Prime's courage.
1: Right. That's a little less confusing. I think it, just crossing out the word even probably. Yeah, even
0: does not need to be in that <laughs> sentence. Flint Dilly, um, take a note. <laughs> I'm glad you paused <laughs> it here, actually, Aaron, at a, a one hour, 12 minutes, and nine seconds, where we see uh, uh, Unicron standing on top of Cybertron, um, and for a couple of reasons. One, I'll just touch on what I noticed. If you see down on the bottom lower corner, you mm-hmm. see the Dinobots flying into frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you that's look
1: a, at the in, that's a
0: very and
1: we we are. This is a relatively high def. Not the what we're watching is not the most recent high def Blu-ray makeover, but even on this one, I, ne- I first of all I never saw that. Before. I didn't I never before noticed that, but That's super interesting.
0: Yeah. And Go on, Sorry. What were you? No, say no, no. It? That's interesting because I had never noticed that before either. But if you look at the upper left. What ships are those? Cuz it looks like the Revenge and an Autobot shuttle. That's true. No idea. And the Revenge as we know two episode two or three episodes ago was crushed unceremoniously by Unicron shortly before or after he ate the Coneheads.
1: I mean, I guess they could be random Cybertronian I suppose. vessels. Um there I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there's anything else I mean, there is other, there is actually other debris floating around in Mm -hmm. the midst. It's almost like when you, uh, stare at the sun for a second, and you blink your eye, and you got, you got yeah. those floaties going All the time. on. That's kind of what uh, is happening here. Is that there's like floaties? Well, actually, most of that. Well, yeah, there's uh, yeah. These are there are definitely other ships flying yeah, around. Yeah, they're just not the right as clear. Side.
0: Like those are definitely like yeah. specifically animated to be there. And right. I'm just not sure. And it, we see Unicron shooting out of only one eye because his other one has been destroyed.
1: That's right. So um, we uh, we said we were going to do this in the last episode. So let's just cover it real quick like we've got unicron on the surface of cybertron Mm -hmm. his feet are dug in we see that we got the various forces attacking him so three minutes ago cybertron was like uh the size of maybe an extra large yoga ball now (laughs) now it is uh much bigger or unicron maybe has gotten smaller i don't know but the, the the scale just like it's a massive jump Sure. In, and, and, in relative proportion. And proportions. if this
0: is the case, then Cybertron is magnitudes larger than Lethone. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean. Because was, Unicron was larger than Lethone. Yeah, he was able to, like, Lethone, yeah, he just kind of brought it in with his,
1: no, with his for, horns yeah, into his no mouth. Thing. Into his anus mouth.
0: That's right.
2: Um, okay. His, well, ma- his manus. His manus. My dad had a friend named David Manus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it because of his did anus you, mouth? Did you
2: catch any hell of it that? It wasn't. I don't, I don't think they made the association. They like, did fuck his mouth a lot though. <laughs> your last name is
1: just like that movie Transformers the movie. Do you see that? I don't know I'm why. I'm raping I'll, your mouth. I'm raping your mouth. Why are all your dad's friends rednecks? Yeah, I know. I, know, I don't know where in, in this scenario yeah. Maybe it's because I know your dad worked for the railroad and was a union boy and I feel like they're all good old boys and mm, yeah. I don't know, is this insulting?
2: <laughs> is this a little bit.
1: Does anybody take offense to this? Oh, you do? Your dad uh, is one of my favorite no. people I've oh, ever dang. known in my entire no, life. I want you to know milk I hold the milkman in high regard.
2: It's not it's not hickin' up. Gotta go more. Harder. Uh, oh, <laughs> go harder.
0: I, well then you're just in Boomhauer territory.
2: <laughs> no come on. Like, get, Come on.
0: Caleb. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Your dad doesn't even talk like that. Exactly. <laughs> Checkmate.
0: <laughs> All right. King me? Oh, checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what game we were playing. That's right. Uh, I'm playing three, four dimensional checkers.
3: So
1: so there is a close up at this point, as Ryan was referring to. And actually, uh,. Just to talk about This battle is actually pretty cool. There's mm-hmm. a lot of explosions going on. There's actually a few repeated animation cycles. He fires off to the lower left-hand corner of the screen out of his eye using the same animation a couple of times. And it's the same kind of explosion animation as well. Uh but overall like the quality of the explosions, the quality of like the movement of the animation mm-hmm. is really good. So that's one that he just did over here. And he's swatting things and popping them and he does another yeah, little another... laser fire out it's... of his eye there. Yeah. It's uh it, but it, it's really good. I mean it's not the best drawing in the world, but it's as good as it can be or should be, I think, for this Absolutely. for this thing. And the subtle thing of the ships flying around him and the two that seem to be things we should be paying attention <laughs> to, although I don't think they matter. It's all a nice touch they do a great job so uh and that brings us to really a close-up of unicron's face and uh we see his left eye is clearly damaged although we we know why that is but it looks more like torn aluminum than yeah it may be like an earlier
0: like they may have animated this before they decide to animate the ship crashing into it. scene you know
1: Right. Either way, it's no good. He can't fire laser beams <laughs> exactly. out of it. So he fires a couple beams from mm-hmm. his good eye, and and, and, and it follows lock. that same. I, again, we talked about this last episode, like that whole like the leavings or the tracers or whatever you want to call it of the laser. The castoffs. Kind they're, 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 yeah. like, they're like they they follow a, like sort of a wave, and uh, they just they look awesome, but. Uh, the second beam whizzes past a flying Grimlock mm-hmm. who uh, dodges just in time. i talk a little bit about scale. Uh, we know that I is larger in diameter than a Quintesson ship, which Grimlock would have fit in. We know this. Because uh, we saw that, and uh, the diameter of this I beam should be pretty much well, the diameter of the eye.
0: And uh, but the, anyway, so it just feels like that was a little bit sure, off. sure. But right? you don't I, know. There's no. There's no sense of scale. You don't know how far off that shot was. That could have been hundreds of miles in the opposite direction.
2: I but, think it'd be harder to represent that if they would have actually. Oh no! It would
0: have taken up the
1: screen. whole screen. Exactly. <laughs> i <Like, we're laughs> no, all... totally, totally. I yeah. listen. Just let me pick this thing apart. Yeah. Well, no, it's and, fine. Sorry. And I will say we're at one uh, Do you think?
0: one hour, twelve minutes, eighteen. Seconds in, and, we and see, what do we see here? Well, uh, well, first of all, we see Grimlock in robot form, right? And we will soon see all the Dinobots in robot form, which we haven't seen since way back when they were introduced in the movie in That's episode true. eighteen. True, true, to Um it. But we also see a one-off of Grimlock firing uh, energy out of his fists,
1: out of his fucking fists, and we never see this ever, ever in no. the show. Um, a very random um, inclusion for sure, and. Uh,
3: why, why didn't
1: they just give him his goddamn gun? They do <laughs> later.
0: <laughs> it's Okay, well, all right. Which I actually liked, uh, and I'll bring up whenever we get to that point. So uh, he and his team
1: fly up from the lower extremity, Which is great. All the way over Unicron's head. Yeah, a great panning shot and the yeah. way that Unicron follows them as they are mm-hmm. making those moves. And they fly it's up nice. around his shoulder. Over around the shoulder, back towards uh, the uh,
0: his gargantuan glutes,
1: and um, and I will it's... say
0: they look awesome until the Grimlock delivers this line.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Grimlock, uh, and it's an, it's probably an iconic moment. Uh, he transforms and he utters
0: the historic line: "Me, Grimlock,
1: kick butt." And uh, you know that's exactly what he does. His I mean, feet... he does. He says
0: what he's going to do, and then he does it. So he delivers on you gotta that. You got to respect that. I just hate it. You got to <laughs> respect just hate it. That line. And his feet
1: slam into Unicron's haunches. It kind of shreds the whatever, the skin, the expose, mm-hmm. it, exposing some metallic meat underneath here. And then at uh, kind of the uh, thirty-second mark of our minute, the rest of the Dinobots follow suit. Each turning into their beast mode and Mm -hmm. each attacking Unicron. And doing some damage. In their own unique way. And yeah, I guess a testament to the power of the Dinobots. You see... um, you know, Grimlock continues to kind of uh, pound ass. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, you can see I it. wrote that down, and I didn't even didn't think, think of it was it. perverted at the time. But so he's continuing to do that off into the background. <laughs> um, and then Sludge um, comes up. Uh, Sludge uses his tail and, and and whips Unicron, a new asshole. I did, I did do that on purpose. Ooh. <laughs> Swoop fires a couple missiles into Unicron's hide, which that uh, by the way that looked really cool. I oh, know, that was kinda, and I love the sound kind of the, the way the he strafes make. into it and just got moosh. Mm-hmm. A very nice animation right there. And uh, Slag comes in, breathes hot fire, and melts a hole straight into Unicron's flesh. So I, I love how you, we've seen all this action that <laughs> seems to be doing nothing to him uh, by the Decepticon yeah. jets, the cone heads and whatnot, even the the ship, the Revenge. But these guys show up on the yeah, scene and do and, some and, damage. And minimal as it is, it, it still is to like... the point where Unicron reacts. Exactly, it forces a reaction. And
0: I will say we paused it here at 41 seconds in, and there is Slag, or um, uh, It's kind of hanging out on the ledge. Yeah, there. who is or not Slag? Um, uh, Snarl. Snarl. It's yeah. Snarl. The uh, and we, who we don't see really ever, but in this long, long shot he's there. But yeah, and then Unicron reacts and grabs his ass. <laughs> That's right. So. Junicron? Junicron. Junipercron? Oh, Jin.
1: Exactly. Mm. He he's had enough, and he uses his uh, his uh, gigantic right hand to uh, kind of uh, uh, reach back and attempt to squish the Dinobots, but they all manage to escape. Reconverge yep, right at here at
0: 46 seconds in, we see Grimlock, and if you, you can keep going a little bit, but yeah, Grimlock—they all have their toy-accurate weapons. Oh yeah, yeah, they've got their
1: guns here. Mm-hmm.
0: Why did he fire from his fists? <sighs> Unclear, but like I did like that point because I had the Grimlock toy. I had all the Dinobot toys, and like I just enjoyed seeing like Grimlock's like dual like missile launcher thing, and then uh, Sludge's blaster, and it was just uh, I liked seeing like toy and screen accurate bits in this now uh, Grimlock has had I don't know if you uh,
1: guys are familiar with this he's had a lot of different looks throughout the uh, the G1 season 1 and Mm 2 sort of like his animation model and this is the peak of his like what I would call the good animation model do you, you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that um I'm not sure so, the, it's just the face. Uh, let me just type in Grimlock G1 cartoon, and maybe that'll give us a few results here that uh, that make sense. But basically, early in the early phases of the cartoon, they really made him look silly. Like, this is a good version. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can... F- oh, here we go. This kind of... Oh, work. where his face is much more... Oval. Like, yeah... yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. That does look stupid. Yeah, at certain points. And I think they, maybe it was just for that episode. I'm not totally sure. Maybe they hadn't settled on what his animation model actually looked like. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, I digress. So uh, at this point, so the Dinobots, uh, Grimlock uh, utters another semi iconic line
3: Me, Grimlock,
1: need new strategy. And the Dinobots retreat. We've got a shot of Unicron (laughs) standing on Cybertron. I'm not going to get into the scale (laughs) conversations anymore, but he's looking back towards the Dinobots as they fall back, which is pretty cool. You can see them kind of, although there's only four of them for some reason. Oh, I guess there was always only four of them. Yeah, it just
0: was random as to
1: which (laughs) four. And uh, so then he turns to face the camera and then leans over as if staring (laughs) at his abdomen there's kind of a stomach rumbling Yeah, there's a gurgling sound, <laughs> sound effect which uh indicates to me that that's where our auto pals are I think so. And from inside Unicron, we catch back up with Springer Cup RC and Daniel they're running down a long corridor and at this point oh. Daniel trips oh, no. falls right on his stupid face he screams help and the Autobots turn to look back good lord and that's where this minute ends I will say
0: them wow. running down that track is reminiscent of uh, Springer and, and RC running down the yeah. trench in the t- siege well, of Autobot well, City Well it's I, transforming I agree yeah, and, and also, this
1: is great in that it's it's just another one of those sequences that I love. I don't know the technical term for it, but where the background is also animated. It's mm-hmm. not just animated right. characters on a painted background, but everything is, is drawn. Yeah. Uh, and that's awesome.
0: And I will say, I know it's because we want to see the characters, I guess, but I'm like, be cars. Yeah, I know. No shit. You have the <laughs> all of you, even Daniel
1: has, has the, the ability, ability to, be a to transform. Why are you running? Mm-hmm. Really stupid. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Good job, Brian.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: so let's. Uh, we're at the end of the minute. Let's get into the Rip deviations. <laughs> and yeah, yo. Mine is not too different from what we see on screen. I'm a, This is Aaron speaking. I'm going to go first because my shit is basically, you know, one degree of separation away. Your shit from... is basic.
0: You're a basic bitch. I'm
1: going ba- to get that pumpkin spice. <laughs> so, at any rate, what's on screen is not too different. The, the Dinobots attack, but rather than using his hand to try and swat them away, he breathes fire at them. He, being Unicron, breathes mm-hmm. fire at them. And from inside Unicron, Daniel trips on what is described in the script as a maze of wiring. So in this okay. situation, he's running oh. down a flat surface hallway, and he just, oof. Yeah. But in this situation, he gets caught. And actually, uh, that has more bearing into the next minute. There will be more interesting script deviations based on that. But okay. for this one, that's all that really matters. So Ryan, get into your early draft Ron Friedman craziness. Okay,
0: if you remember from last couple episodes, uh, as opposed to crashing through the eyeball, they have crashed the ship into Unicron's ear, and the rest of the Autobots, is, uh, except for Hot Rod, are distracting Unicron. Blur is zipping around his chest, shooting flames, uh, and y- Unicron is trying to uh, attack him that way. Now we are on the Dinobots as they blast in Jester's knee, mm-hmm. and Grimlock says, More! Give him more! And Ingester reacts and quickly snatches the Dinobots on his lee, on slag and swoop. Ingestor palm swats them against his shin, and they hang in his leg hairs, on or armored shin guards, sparking, and it seems, dead. Which I'm like, why'd you write it seems? Only mostly dead? Are they not dead? I guess we'll find out later. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Unicron smiles, straightens up, and suddenly lashes his hands to his midsection. Retgar and Junkions are riding in Jester's belly, shooting and using mm-hmm. grappling hooks on it as they react and look up their point of view. Ingestor's flattened hands coming at them. The screen goes black in a crunch and yelping sounds. And then we go over on Springer with Arcee and Daniels. He assists them up into Jester's clavicle area. <laughs> nice. Springer. So there. that's a group of people that are still outside. The Junkions, everybody's hard. outside but Hot Rod right now. Okay. And um, Springer says he's getting sharper. Make yourselves moving targets. You d- do you intentionally
1: always do a John Wayne when you do Springer? I Was started, started like, doing John Wayne for Ultra Magnus, <laughs> and
0: then I started doing uh, Springer as um, as Harrison Ford. But then I, it it got muddled, and <laughs> so now it's just there. all okay. over the place. It's all John <laughs> Wayne. Yeah. 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 So uh, then we go back to Hot Rod, and he is inside of Ingester, and he comes up to an opening and closing valve. The valve is like a mechanical valve in an artery, and Hot Rod, still swatting back the pollen like white cells, turns and times his leaping with a shout. He snaps through the huge valve opening, just getting inside before it snaps shut, keeping the white cells from following him. The area is filled with a catacomb like gleaming cave and shadowed passages, and there's a humming, glowing series of drive shafts. And Hot Rod says, Getting closer. he starts As far off, as I know. I guess. And then he starts off warily and then steps on a tile. The tile depresses and creases as he steps on it and walks. And then in Jester, as he suddenly stops battling at Blur and straightens up sharply. Angle on Galvatron, who, if you remember, is in Unicron's eyebrow... You don't remember because I didn't. <laughs> I've not
2: heard that before. But
0: Unicron, Galvatron is still in Unicron's office. He flipped him up there at some point. Okay. Um, Ingester's thumb and forefinger enter the shot and flick him again. Galvatron says, Mercy, have mercy, I beg of you, which is an interesting mm-hmm. callback. Mm-hmm. And Ingester says, There's an intruder within my mechanism. Find him and destroy him, and you shall live. Yes, noble Ingester. As you say, the word trails off as we see Ingestor's finger prod Galvatron down into his eye. Galvatron slipping through the space between the rim of the eyelid and the eyeball itself into the corner of the eye. And Galvatron falls, rights himself, and lands in the entry core of why? Ingestor's okay. chest cavity. <laughs> really God da-
1: why would he not just
2: swallow him? <laughs> exactly. Right. That is the Ingestor, weirdest decision. Ingestor, when it's explained as a writer. here... When it, when you are, he just uh, seems hollow. <laughs> well, he seems like outwardly like just a big fat hairy man. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. And then, um, the, but essentially, Galvatron falls directly into where Hot Rod is and says, "An Autobot." And Hot Rod pauses to look up at the remaining area to climb. And Galvatron says, "He must be eliminated." And he scowls, eyes blazing with hate. And if I perish, he shall fall with me. Decepticons forever! And that's where we'll stop. Hmm. Interesting. What was the uh,
1: Ingester call to arms? Uh, Ingester and victory! I can't. Why why didn't he? He should have done that.
0: Well. He just invented a new call to arms. Decepticons forever, which is what uh, uh, Ravage says in. I think the season one of the season two episodes of Beast Wars, where uh, the, we see the original arc with the, the Autobots and Decepticons. Uh, anyway,
3: let's talk more about Beast Wars. Beast Wars,
0: yes.
1: The, I am sure that you saw the three hundred plus dollar masterpiece uh, Beast Wars Megatron. I thought it was only like one fifty. Oh God, no! It's a three hundred dollar really? item. Oh yeah, it looks awesome though. I don't collect Beast Wars. The but I kind of thought about collecting it for a little while, the masterpiece Beast Wars, just to have it. But I don't really have a connection to the series. Mm-hmm. But the toys looked cool, um, but, yeah, but they're all super pricey. And, yeah, uh, that one is that one actually, I believe, is the most expensive uh Takara masterpiece item to date, which is interesting because I'm standing before me. I don't know if this is my most expensive piece, but it is a relative. I mean, this is. The, I'm looking at, uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking out on the manufacturer, It's but it's Gabriel, it is the third party, Omega, Omega Supreme. Supreme, oh fuck, why can't I remember? It's a, DX9, DX9. Anyway, that thing was like $250. And it, there's no way that Beast Wars oh, Megatron is sure. as big as that thing. I and, think maybe it's uh, the detail
0: work involved in the Beast Wars, because it's pretty, uh, like, there's a lot of curvature work on that toy. I don't know. I don't know how that matters, though. Like, <sighs> well, I don't build toys.
1: Maybe a toy designer is our guest. Next guest.
0: Animators, toy designers, hit us up.
1: Anyone. We,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
1: should just do the character. We should just pretend. Uh, this week we've got Jack Angel, the voice of Springer. And then Caleb just does that voice. I'll be like, hey,
2: I'm Springer. No. <laughs> Hi, I'm Springer. <laughs> <laughs> no. It just, yeah, yeah. All love, my voices are the ghost of the iconic moment.
1: You do a great impression of that ghost. Uh, Speaking you. of which, maybe uh, it's thanks. time to get into that iconic <laughs> moment.
2: Yeah. Oh. All right, so, okay, we can, we can. I'm the ghost of the iconic movement <laughs> You know. Yo, sup, dog?
1: Wait a minute, oh. you're back again. Yo, you're still, Are you back
0: at to Are you back at to wreck
1: you've, what? Got, you've, Yo. got, you've got this affectation that I remember from the last time we saw you. I, if I remember, you were sup? like MC iconic. Uh, sup.
2: Iconic MC, yeah. the sheet on the street. <laughs>
1: okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, oh. so you're back.
2: I'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> Shit. Is yeah. this all just
1: catchphrases? Really, is this what yo, you've come with? You've really developed this new hardcore persona.
2: Yo, gets me cred with the ladies. My booze.
1: It? Is, it, uh,
0: uh, is, is that work? a play on hose? Working
2: on my new album. Oh. <laughs> okay, we got more.
0: <laughs> what is the new album called?
2: Booty call. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, it's
0: just sheets with butts sticking Working out. i got
2: some rhymes. Okay. Oh,
0: do you need a beat? You got some sweet rhymes?
2: Are you put me down a beat. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hear you really want to be a sheethead. not you really be a sheethead like me. So if you really want to go and be a sheethead, well, motherfucker, a sheethead ain't free. Get into my Bugatti and cruise. Do the La baby, you can't lose. We'll smoke some weed. And yes, indeed, you'll float around the hood with me. Stop it. <laughs> Signs you over. know what I
0: love? My favorite part about hip-hop is whenever the rapper instructs the uh, the dj to stop
2: <laughs> my favorite part about hip-hop is me i'm cool
0: <laughs> well that was Can't a lot i now. i do have to
2: give you a wonderful. little cred
1: that that was a lot better than your last track that, yeah the, that you laid down with us I'm here hurt, in the, here in the arc um, i'm an artist you know what you're you're signed you want to sign to apdc records We'll no! distribute. Let's, let's dangle them off the balcony. <laughs> we want all the rights to your songs. No. Give it to us. Poof. <laughs> oh, oh, he disappeared. In a in a in a rabid uh, display of automanopia. <laughs> ah, he's
0: gone wow all right i've never heard such a clear like poof sound it's <laughs> so amazing and i mean it smells so like, like pine it looked like it what it like, sounded it smells like,
1: like. <laughs> like weed <laughs> that's right <laughs> and uh, he doesn't really talk that much about smoking weed right uh, i don't know i'm just looking to make sure it <laughs> was the right word You're to right. use.
2: You're right
1: yes i did it right i would have corrected you good i'm sure you would have <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is in character uh, so let's talk about our iconic sure. moments. Uh, Caleb, uh, I'd like to start with you because it puts you on the spot and <laughs> sure <laughs> makes you uncomfortable.
2: Uh, I I didn't notice until we really got into it, but it's I just thought it was funny to see all the dinobots dino hanging on uh, Unicron's butt. <laughs> that, is, that is true, yeah. and I
1: never really paid that much attention to that before. Like, yeah, they're all just like Unicron's dingleberries. Oh, mm, kind of yeah. Um,
0: I had the same moment, but not for those reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I just, uh, corny lines aside, I genuinely like seeing, I have always loved the Dinobots. Like, y- you know, I had them all as toys. And We've been I, hating
1: on them this whole movie, though.
0: I have not. I've been defending them, but oh. saying that I just don't like the way they're portrayed. Um, but I I just, I love the fact that the Dinobots are the only, like, single like robots mm-hmm. that seem to deal actual damage, mm-hmm. just kind of showing how they are powerful. But God, those lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's what I that was my iconic moment.
1: Pretty pretty cringy. I think that uh, yeah, I'm with you that um, they look great. This last image of Unicron standing on Cybertron though, that's a pretty cool. That's oh, a yeah. pretty cool image. Like he's actually drawn a lot better than the last time we saw him standing on Cybertron. Um, I think you guys are right. Those are the mo- the Dinobot moments are the most iconic. But I just have to give a shout out to that image. Seeing right him standing in. on sure. Cybertron yeah. is pretty
0: awesome. Yeah.
2: Sure. Well Getting closer to the mic. We can now. all agree. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. This is another. Well, one. you had to wave away that that cloud yeah. of the ghost. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> oh
1: man, it still smells a little. Uh, so. I I was going to say, so we're unanimous again. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember the word unanimous.
0: It's a, Is it a quorum?
2: <laughs>
1: Next time on the Autopod Decepticast. We're going to see R.C. unleash a typhoon sweeping Daniel away from the rest of the group. And uh, he's going to find himself confronted with what is definitely at least the second, but maybe the first, most disturbing image in the entire movie. And it's going to be a... A macabre minute. Macabre.
2: Macabre. 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 That is something that, that that's one of the
0: lines in, in the Fresh uh, presses uh, raps. It's macad. Oh, the French press. The French press, that's right. The French press and DJ Java. Macabre. We macabre. We can't let this go. No? No. It's it. happening. It needs to be a television I, shirt. I think, a uh, television
2: shirt? A t-shirt? It there needs to be, be a, a shirt on television. There should be a collab between iconic MC and the... Oh,
1: you're right. Yeah. You know, uh, Will Smith him. never really did features. Uh, maybe Maybe just, he'd be available. Yeah, we could yeah. get him.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like he did much
2: no. at all
1: in his no, life, never. Yeah. career-wise. Nope. He just kind of faded away after. Yep. Listen to the show, everybody. <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Tune In. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, of course. All of those are at the moniker, at a mm-hmm. There's the web presence, autopoddecepticast.com. Maybe some moonlighting. Oh, of course. Some, some moonlighting, moonlighting
0: stuff that nobody cares about. Oh, <laughs> well, I do. Except Aaron. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do we talk about? Nope, Garfield was last episode. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: sure there's some fingering you can put on there. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Geez. Lock it in and lock it out. <laughs>
1: iTunes users, please <laughs> rate and subscribe. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye, bye, bye.
1: How do you rate this episode for
0: I love it! I love it! It was okay. awesome!
2: Right. That rap was great. <laughs> that <laughs> rap
0: was great. The iconic moment's gotten a lot Let's better. hear the, the iconic the rap again. Let's see how
2: that goes.
3: Wonderful mail from you, so many tweets, so many DMs of your pussies and your dicks getting hard, getting wet, in reverse order, or sometimes in that order, who knows what human body can do. We're discovering every day that the human body can do new things, ladies and gentlemen, sexually. Did you know you can put things into a butthole? I just found that out yesterday. It's amazing. It's opened up a whole new world. A whole new world of a brown, a brown starfish world where I insert, <laughs> I insert things and then pull things back out and then insert them again, rinse and repeat. Although don't rinse it because you're washing away all that good lubrication. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, what else did we learn about? You can do besides the butt stuff. I think that's what the kids are calling it. Well, did you did you know that I saw a documentary, a documentary that was called Deep Throat, and there was a woman, and she had a clitoris in the back of her throat, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking true. Did you know that women have a clitoris in the back of their throat? And I bet some men do too. Maybe all men. Maybe everybody has a clitoris in the back of their throat. Why don't you go back there and just fucking punch it like a like a speed bag? That's true. <laughs> that's. That's right. Get that fucking. Get that fucking throat glitter as a common. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, buddy. Oh, uh, Pony Short. Blowouts, cells, blowouts. Cells, where we sell good. <laughs>